Hey, Deserving Listeners, it's Valentine's Day today, and so I decided to have an expert on Valentine's Day come on the show and talk about Valentine's Day. Welcome back to the show, Kate Stewart. Thank you, thank you. So you were on the show a long time ago talking about flirting. You've, yes. You've, you've done flirting coaching for people. You also have an agency uh, group practice yes. in Seattle called Modern Therapy Seattle, yes. in which you We'll talk with people about sex positivity and, and relationships and all that kind of stuff. And so I thought it'd be good to have you on the show on this Valentine's Day to, to talk about some hot topics in, around Valentine's Day. What do you say? Sounds great. This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm a therapist and a professor. How do you introduce yourself, Kate? Well, the long version or the short version is the question. I guess uh, I will say I'm a uh, dating coach and a psychotherapist, and um, I am currently training to be a sex therapist as well. Okay. And so let's talk about first those people who hate Valentine's Day, uh, Mm -hmm. namely uh, some single people who are like, great. Uh, a, a holiday that excludes me and, and reminds me of the fact that I, you know, I don't have anyone to celebrate it with. And, and what, what, what kind of things might we say to those people? You know, honestly, for the folks who are single and hate Valentine's Day, there's two ways to approach it. One is pretend it isn't happening and go play paintball with your friends or watch a movie or um, go on vacation or do something fun like Galentine's Day and celebrate with your other single friends. Mm. So it really depends on how um, how you want to approach it. Like I have a friend who is just a single man who Valentine's Day just really is a tough time for him. And I said, do you want to come over and have dinner with us? Right. So I think trying to figure out a way to to really like cope with it in a way that works for yourself. Is it spending time with friends? Is it pretending it's not happening? Or is it um, some combination of both? Yeah. And I think that's great. I also think that it has two different elements to it to me. One is, is that there's a societal element that says that if you're not in a relationship, then there's then you're a loser, right? There's something mm-hmm. wrong. There's something wrong with right. you, and that's ridiculous. There's so many reasons why someone would be not in a relationship. Oh, right. Uh, you know, maybe they don't want to be. Maybe they're in between relationships. Maybe mm-hmm. they're dating. Maybe they just want to take a break from it. You know, whatever oh, yeah. the case may be, it's like uh, it's fine. I remember actually. Um, uh, I was organizing our 20-year high school reunion a long time ago. Oh, fine. My 30 years actually coming up. Oh! Uh, but my, I was organizing the 20-year, and we were uh, we hired a, a company to to do it, you know, mm-hmm. and they gave us different options for invites because this is back when you still had mail. This is anyway. The point is, is <laughs> back we were, in the old days. Yeah, we were sending out mail invites to all <laughs> to all the alumni. Right. And one of the options was uh, some kind of joke like, so we're giving you enough time, you know, save the date for your 20-year high school reunion, and we're giving you enough time for you to get fake pictures, fake pictures made uh, of you and you and your fake spouse and your fake kids. And... And I remember mm-hmm. uh, I was sitting around a room. All the all my uh, all the other people that were on the committee were uh, women who I grew up with since preschool, actually. So oh, wow. anyway, but they were all women, and so you know we pass around this example, and they all kind of laughed at it. And I was like, I don't get it. Well, why would someone want to have a fake spouse? Like, wh- what's going on? And someone's like, Well, you know, because you're a loser if you're not married with kids. 
And and I was like, you are? Like, I, I just remembered, and everyone else seemed Oh, to, bless your heart, Kurt. Everyone else was just like, oh, yeah, it's obvious. You're a loser. If you, you know, and I thought, oh, how, what? Like, I didn't, is that a new one? Like, so anyway, it's it's a huge societal ridiculousness that you're a loser if you don't have, if you're not married with kids. Oh, right. Especially if you've hit a certain age, quote unquote, and have are not married with kids. Yeah. And a woman, I'm guessing, is even worse, right? Yeah. Um, the, the other thing that I think we could comment on is that for some people, they actually really want to have an attachment bond romantically with someone mm-hmm. and a companion and are having trouble with it. And uh, Valentine's Day reminds them of that. And so right. what, what I would say to that is that – and I talk about this all the time on the podcast, which is – uh, find a way, maybe find a relational therapist, someone who knows about this sort of thing, to to help you with navigating relationships and healing old wounds. You know, yeah. of being abandoned or abused when you were when you were a kid or younger, or hurt by a previous partner somehow, and heal from those wounds to make it so that um, it's it's easier to navigate the beginnings of relationships. Um, so, right, and you know that you're looking for the right thing in a relationship, and you're right. attaching to the right people. Right, there is a path to secure attachment and bonding with a romantic partner. I mean, there's there's things that are out of control, obviously. Like sometimes you choose badly at the beginning and don't realize it till later. But the point is, is that I've never met someone that uh, I didn't think could navigate that and figure it out and actually, uh, you know, be happy in that way. So, so those are the two things. So there's there's uh, there is a chance for everybody. Yeah, if they want it, you know, there, there's a path. Right. There, it might require some healing. It might require some thinking. Might require some some choices that need to be made. But there's a path to it. Um, okay. So that's what we're telling people who you know aren't really looking forward to it. What about new couples who are? This is their first Valentine's Day. What kind of things <laughs> might we be able to say to them? I uh, love talking about this because I think what a fun time in relationships, that beginning time. It is it is a little awkward when it comes right around Valentine's Day. But the, the thing I always tell everyone is um, don't go overboard, especially if you don't know what someone thinks about Valentine's Day. So if you haven't talked about it with this person you're dating, your new partner, um, aim, aim for medium or, or something that is below that because you don't want to just take them somewhere that's really expensive and super fancy and make them feel uncomfortable. Um, so meaning that they're not necessarily sure that this is that level of relationship. Yet? Is that what you're talking about? Well, not even that. I think um, a lot of people really don't like Valentine's day. And if you spend a lot of effort and time to do this really kind of stereotypical Valentine's fancy dinner, lots of flowers and chocolates, you may make that person feel uncomfortable. It's not necessarily that you don't know that you like them, but it's just, they may feel uncomfortable because they weren't expecting it or it's not what they're interested in. So generally what I tell people is if you're in a new relationship, do something that speaks from the heart so write it get a funny card and say like i'm really glad i met you i'm looking forward to getting to know you better or cook someone pancakes or something funny that is relates to the relationship you have and some inside joke or humor that you have between the two of you right yeah that i think is great advice and if i could just reiterate what you're saying in my words (laughs) it would be that uh the I can. This is me and my values and what I understand about humans is that we 
don't need material things, really. We don't need the flowers. We don't need the chocolates. We don't need the dinners. What what we need deep down is meaning and yeah. and attachment and 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 that's the important thing to focus on. So so if flowers uh, communicates the meaning that you want and gives the feeling to the other person that you're trying to uh, give them, then great. But but be careful about that because it might not. You know. Uh, expressing right. yourself to someone saying that you love them saying that you're dedicated to them saying that you're happy that they're in your life saying you know you enjoy their company saying that you think about them often saying that um you know you respect them and just really like them and it, it however you communicate that and it is is the important thing not because a lot of people again particularly I, i'm guessing a lot of men get wrapped up in this thought of well, what's the impressive thing? You know, what's what? Right. What's the thing that has the best optics, as they say? Oh boy! You know what? What's the you know like when you get someone their engagement ring? You know how right. how impressive of a rock can I get on these things? Oh and, yeah. And these are these are trees that I don't recommend barking up. It's just it's not <laughs> helpful, uh, and it's not meaningful. It's empty, and it buy, and the, yeah. it buys into the whole materialistic American culture, which is empty and fraught with all sorts of depression and anxiety. So, so it's about from the heart. <laughs> right. Now, right. if buying something, someone gives that, then great, but that's what you should focus optics on. Optics are not about the person that you're trying to connect with. The yeah. Optics are about everybody else who does not, who, who don't count. Right. And so that's why I think, um, if you are dating someone who really loves, um, flowers, like in their, you know, like flowers that you would plant in your garden, buy them some nice potted plants something like that like think about what you can do to show appreciation to the person you are showing appreciation to not to women everywhere or men everywhere like power tools or women like chocolates but like who does this man like chocolates or maybe he likes pictures of cats or you never think about that that's what really is meaningful to someone is i'm thinking of you Mm. and it doesn't have to be a thing it can be uh i wrote you a poem it can be um i I'm going to put roses on the floor and dry you a bath and do this nice thing for you. It doesn't have to be expensive and it doesn't have to require a lot of effort or time. Right. Interesting. Any other thoughts about Valentine's day? Don't take it too seriously. Okay. It doesn't have to stress you out. Yeah. Yeah. And I will also say that I love ceremonies because we don't Mm. have enough in our society. Mm. You know, we, in our American rejection of the homeland culture, (laughs) Uh, you know, from wherever anyone came from, uh, we have... It sounds so serious when you say it like that. Well, we've shed so much development of of good ceremony, you know, and, and, right. we, and we've only retained, uh, in general, wedding, uh, maybe showers, I suppose, but uh, and funerals, you know. Right. Uh, what about all the other, you know... Quinceanera and all those other carnival, yeah, these yeah. Just, these these ceremonies, and I think that Valentine's Day provides a time for a formal uh, recognition of yeah. of romance. And what does that mean? You know, for a single person, for example, you could have a ritual, so to speak, where. You know, you do something that acknowledges your past relationships or the fu- oh, yeah. or your future relationships. I I just I like efforts to like 
because we're we're ritualistic creatures. We like these these things. I mean, why do we have weddings? You know, why? I, I'm pretty sure weddings are universal among humans, and I've never really thought about it, but I'm guessing it is. You know, some kind of some kind of formal. Yeah, at least know, largely. So, I mean, there may be some people out there and you know, that aren't cultures that aren't doing it, but it is, I think you're right. It is pretty universal. Yeah. And we're, you know, it, it, it gets to our core. And so I think that Valentine's day could be like that instead of just going through the motions or just trying to make sure you're staying out of trouble. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Well, that's kind of the Americanization of holidays in general. It's about what can you buy? What do you need to buy in order to not be, not get in trouble? And the optics of it. How do you know? Optics. Gosh. How can you have the biggest tree with the most impressive lights? (laughs) And and by the way, that's, you know, I'm of two minds on this. On one hand, I love it. On the other hand, I think it's getting out of control. Like Christmas? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. 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 Like, for example, uh, ugly sweater parties. There was a a time when ugly sweater party meant you rummaged in your old bin and found the ugliest sweater. And for most people, it wasn't that ugly. It was just kind of like an 80s sweater that just, you know, was like... From your mom's closet. Yeah. It it was just mildly ugly, but not really that bad. (laughs) In the span of a few years, the caliber of what people can find and like Target now sells ugly sweaters. You know what I mean? You know, I went to an ugly sweater bingo uh, over Christmas and someone next to me was wearing an ugly sweater that they had bought at Target and hadn't taken the price tag off because they planned on returning it. And I was like, this is missing the point entirely. Well, so I totally got into it because I I, because, again, I like ceremony. And so I bought uh, a bunny suit like from a Christmas story, you know, a full... (laughs) Not that is not a sweater. I know, but it's associated slightly with Christmas, <laughs> and it's ridiculous looking. Points for because creativity. It's a giant pink onesie bun, bunny suit with a hood with with big ears on it, and I thought it was hilarious. And now it's my Facebook picture, by the way. It's oh, my profile okay. picture. But um, I uh, so on one hand, I'm like fully into it. On the other hand, I just think like, man, you know it. Because now, next year, I have to outdo it. You know, I have to get an even more elaborate thing. You know, it's like it just it just cascades on itself. Is my this point. is the thing I'm trying to tell you not to do. Don't get caught up in that. Yeah. You know what? Just but sometimes you want to, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, it feels fun, you know, participation and the whole thing. Well, you know? creativity is good. Like my for one Christmas or something, my husband, uh, we were we went to some party. It was an ugly sweater party. And he actually pinned battery operated Christmas lights to a sweater. <laughs> as like that was his ugly sweater yeah and i think he got some prize for it oh okay so well there you go so the moral is it's all about winning the prize <laughs> the moral is yes it's all about winning the prize or creativity depending on which one you want to do well that does it for that episode about valentine's day thanks for joining us out there thanks for joining me kate oh thanks for having me anytime you want to come back on let me know and appreciate we'll it uh take care of yourself out there because you deserve it you really really do <laughs> 